0: I'm in I'm into um, sensual porn FYI. Hello and welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host Brian Beckner. Welcome to the show. This is episode 9. And the show's been doing really well. I'm really really stoked on all the support I'm getting we're getting um uh, on iTunes this week or the, the last episode episode 8 charted our biggest download day ever and every day people continue to find and download the show which is unreal to know that even if it's been a week since it's been out i can look and at least you know 25 people have downloaded the show with no promotion with nothing happening um, it's it's awesome to think that people are finding this. Even if it's one person finds a show every day, it it makes me really happy. And so we'll keep doing it. Um, the news of the weekend. I don't I don't know if I can go on. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Not to jump right into a, something sad, but fuck, that really bums me out. Uh, he was awesome. A lot of people wanted to know if uh, anyone had him in our Death Pool or anybody. Had him in a death pool, and that's that's just out of line. That's just too morbid. I mean, I took Wesley Snipes and Whoopi Goldberg in our death pool, but that's beca- only because they're not that talented. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like the best at his job. The guy was fucking incredible. And I'm, I'm really affected by it. I'm really bummed. Um, sorry for the guy. Heroin's a motherfucker. Drugs. Addiction. It's awful. If you know someone that needs help, help them get help because there's a way out of this. And I just feel really bad for the guy. And selfishly, I'm bummed because as I tweeted last week, Philip Seymour Hoffman was the only actor that could play the snake hoarder. And I assume by now everybody's familiar with the snake hoarder. That's a guy here in Orange County that they his neighbors were like, man – Police, they called police. They're like, come over here. This guy's, I think there might be a body in this guy's house. His house just smells horrible. And it took, uh, eventually, after calling over and over again for five months, the police showed up and were, luckily, they didn't discover a dead body, just 300, the carcasses of 300 dead snakes. So, you know, that's like... Probably the best day they ever had on their job, going in there and sorting out all the dead snakes and rats and everything. And I I really – I'm obsessed with The Snake Hoarder and I really felt like this needed to be a movie. And the only person I could picture, the only actor I could picture portraying my guy, The Snake Hoarder, was Philip Seymour Hoffman. So – Rest in peace, buddy. You're awesome, and I'm I'm sorry that you'll never get to play the Snake Hoarder. Today on the show, Super Bowl. Th- that was a piece of shit. Uh, I mean, what do you even say? Worst su- Super Bowl ever. I I could could not possibly have been less excited. Two minutes into the game, it was over. It was awful to watch. I I guess if you're a Seattle fan, it wasn't awful, but it was mostly their defense and you know, it just wasn't a good game. I left the room. I was off doing other things, drinking mostly, surprising. But uh, it it was probably my least favorite Super Bowl that I've seen in recent memory. And I'm sure it was definitely the worst Super Bowl for the dude that got his ear bitten off by his brother because that happened. I just wonder, what are you arguing about in that Super Bowl? Like, Couldn't possibly have been arguing about the game because it wasn't close. Uh, Of course, everyone's new favorite segment on the show, the Bachelor Report, is coming up. That's something everyone can look forward to. And full disclosure this week, I fell asleep. But rumor has it that Juan Pobbs boned Claire. And we're going to get to the bottom of that with our Bachelor Correspondent. Everybody's favorite, fancy sauce. Uh, Additionally, we got the Super Bowl, we got the Bachelor Report, and also BYU, Brigham Young University. They're waging war against your penis, and we need to talk about it. That's something we're also going to discuss. Joining me now, as always, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing?
1: What's up Brian?
2: How, How you,
0: are you? I'm I'm well, sir. How are you taking the Philip Seymour Hoffman news? That's a tough one.
1: That put a uh, a real stink on the uh whole Super Bowl weekend. The the game only uh lived up to the bad news to start the day, but he was just he, the the cool thing about his career is there are like 15 different favorite movies or scenes that people can point to. Yes. Like he's just I, I pers- personally loved him as Scotty and Boogie Nights. Um,
0: Cla- classic. I'm Probably the first place he really got on everybody's radar. Scotty, Boogie Nights. I just want to kiss you. I mean, he was amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. So uh, good. But then, then maybe, maybe a year later, around that time, then he plays that real uh, uh, nebishy assistant Tkowski. And- no, I Lebowski, like the, the, the actual Lebowski.
0: Brand, Yeah, s- super bummed. Uh, and seriously, how do you couch or how do you think of Philip Seymour Hoffman's death, death in terms of
1: the future of the Snake Order movie? You need a guy to be engaging but also – a believable piece of shit. Right. So you know it's <laughs> that's perfect. It's, it's a real tricky. Like John Riley can be a little slubby, but he's not like he, I don't know if he could sell piece of shit.
0: No, you can never you can never hate John C. Riley. John C. Riley has an endearing, he has an earnestness to him that makes him great in certain roles. Brian. But he can't be completely hateable, much like Philip Seymour Hoffman was in the movie Punch Drunk Love. Right.
1: I'm trying to think. I, I'm I'm at a loss. No one could do I'm it. At a loss for a
0: Paul second. Giamatti. You could go down the list. There is no one suitable to portray Snake Hoarder, and that's really bums me out. But hey, what are you going to do? The guy's passed away.
1: They're really just. There's nothing worse than being in the news. For then having a god awful stench, <laughs> <That's> because <true. laughs> because like whenever that's reported, it's it's either you're hoarding animals, or you've been dead for a long time and nobody noticed it until you smelled. So like that is pretty much the worst way you could appear in the news.
0: Yeah, when people report a god awful stench, first of all, that's how they describe it: god awful stench. But there's, you're never gonna find something good. You're you're never like, oh, it was the guy's two billion dollars that he had piled up started to <laughs> smell, or, or it was all it was all the young pussy the guy had hoarded, right? That they Even were feeding were- him grapes and they they started to <laughs> smell. Like there's not there's no there's no good outcome to the god awful stench.
1: Even if there were Howard Hughes two billion dollars laying around, there are also mason jars full of urine everywhere. Like there's there's just never a good ending that it just you never want to be known for the god awful stench.
0: I totally agree. Although I would argue that from uh, the, the great distance of not having not being near the god awful stench, if you have to end the god awful stench story, please let it be with the rotting carcasses of over 300 snakes. <laughs> What's what was the end game there? What was he really
1: Going for well,
0: we sh- I can't believe. See, this is a problem. Snake hoarder got buried in the twenty four hour news cycle. It was a- barely a blip. I thought it was going to go national. It's a local story here. He was he it was breeding them to sell them.
1: And then something something went amiss.
0: Something I've, apparently he bred them too well. I'm not sure, but his house was just completely overrun with dead and living snakes and then also the rats and mice that he was feeding them with had also overrun the premises and they were they had cannibalized each other
1: i can't imagine i can't imagine he was a real hit with the ladies you know i don't think so Cause, and you know I mean people with exotic pets they're just they're they're, they're already weird they're the worst because their only goal is to prove that they amounted to something. Like they didn't get enough hugs or their pick-lass and uh, yeah, kickball. But like by being an exotic pet person, you've proven that you haven't amounted to anything. Well, everyone knows that guy that you see down at the
0: beach. He's maybe riding his bike. He's riding his skateboard. He's probably wearing some cutoffs. He has a wispy facial hair of some kind. Right sunglasses that look like he's owned them for more than 20 years <laughs> usually not wearing a shirt no a lot Occasion- of a lot
1: of w- white and gray chest hair
0: right occasionally you'll see that guy and he'll have like a boa constrictor over his shoulders and he's feeling really good about himself and he or should a be or a parrot Some- also a parrot That guy should be feeling good about himself because he's got the pick of the litter. He's taking home whoever he wants from the beach that day.
1: Cock of the walk.
0: Cock of the walk. He is Mr. Pussy that day. And just imagine if the guy with one snake is having – picking the hottest chick on the beach to go home with him that day. Imagine if he had 300 snakes, Ed. I mean, he would he would need a boat oar. He would need some type of a, a bataka bat, something to beat away the hordes of ravenous poon that would be chasing him down the boardwalk with his three hundred snakes.
1: He, he'd be like the Beatles invading America, right?
0: Nineteen sixty four. And so he's like he's like the Elvis of
1: reptiles, yeah. gyrating his <laughs> hips covered in rat feces. <laughs>
0: Uh, re- uh, snake order. Re- I'm really seriously bummed. I want th- I want more people to get into snake order. We might have to go wall to wall snake order at some point.
1: Thoughts and prayers, snake order.
0: Yeah, snake ho- well, snake order not dead. Th- <laughs> thoughts and prayers to snake order snakes. Snake, snake order also a, his he's reputation also a, as
1: a snake order is probably taking a hit now.
0: Also, his career as a sixth grade teacher, because that well, that's what he was employed as. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, I didn't know all the details. <laughs>
0: Alright, Ed. Super Bowl. Bachelor. Like I've I've lost track here. Um I feel like we need to take a break. We need to collect ourselves. We we just got going really hard on Snake Order, and it was awesome. Let's take a break. Let's have a deep breath, a little sip of water, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about that stupid Super Bowl. <sighs> we're gonna have our bachelor report with fancy sauce. And we're going to tell you why BYU is waging a war against your dick. Stick around. We're back. It's the Baller Lifestyle podcast, theballerlifestyle.com, episode nine. the, The show's a house of fire. I mean, things could not be going better. I'm really, really impressed with us. Every week it's getting better, more listened to. Tell your friends, get people to like us on iTunes and click the stars and do all that bullshit, all that stuff that you guys are already doing out of the kindness of your hearts. Tell more people to do it, please. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um Ed the Super Bowl you watch that Super Bowl
1: Sadly yes Just a terrible terrible game
0: Yeah not not a good game Um also upset of the year and this goes back to our
1: prop bets Renee Fleming was gloveless Yeah we were wondering the color It was a, it was a slam dunk that she was going to be wearing gloves and then the weather forecast went from like 30 degrees to 48 or something like that and it
0: warmed up it warmed up to a balmy 48 and i noticed that renee fleming had two very large rings on her fingers and she was probably
1: very happy to show those off yeah she was quite quite taken with herself and if if the day if the game were any other day but sunday we would have won that gloves because yesterday it snowed hard all day like and i probably less than 10 miles from the stadium and it it we probably got I don't know eight inches 10 inches of no something crazy right so she we I I still maintain she would have gone black gloves
0: uh yeah I think black gloves were the call uh, definitely not red gloves white gloves didn't seem like a fit either gloves are typically black I haven't seen too many other colors of gloves in my life she definitely would have gone black gloves another upset. She did it fast. She went under. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't time she, it. She was like two minutes. Two min. Wow, that's faster than Christina Aguilera. Something like
1: that. Yeah, she she wanted to get the fuck out of it. Yeah. She knew it was going to be a shitty yeah, game. She,
0: yeah, she didn't want her good reputation, her good name associated with the stench of that game. And let's be honest, Ed, I feel like we all deserve Peyton Manning and that offensive line. They all need to go door to door. Hopefully they've already started. They need to go to every house in America with a 12-pack of beer and a heartfelt handwritten note of apology because they did not
1: come to play. Would you agree? Agree wholeheartedly. It was just there was it was the most flat performance. There was nothing there was nothing entertaining about that that performance.
0: First snap of the game goes into the end zone for a safety. Also a prop. Do we know what that do? You, do you have off the top of your head? Do you know what that went off at?
1: I, d- I don't. I it I know ha- that we we were saying that safeties always seem to happen in the Super Bowl. And yeah,
0: but a- as the first play of the game, I f- I would guess that had to be at least five hundred to one. Uh, I wonder how many people got down on that because that was awesome. Uh Yeah, terrible, terrible game. Listless, flat performance. I know that the Seattle defense was stout. They definitely showed up and came to play. But as much as they were ready to go, I felt like the Denver Broncos were not ready to go at all, did not show up in the least.
1: I agree. It was, it was just so sloppy. That kickoff return was was the most slow-moving kickoff return. Like, they just sort of milled around until Percy Harvin got, got like, a full head of steam, and then it was over. Gone. It was just a really terrible game. The highlight of the game for me was uh, my buddy wrote the Radio Shack commercial where I was able to relive a lot of 80s characters.
0: Uh, I feel like that was a highlight for everybody. Uh, Teen Wolf was involved hulk hogan like a lot a lot of memories of our 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 childhood there that that was the commercial of the day for me
1: i got a uh a, a little inside track my buddy told me after the game he told me that i was going to be excited for the uh, uh the commercial but he didn't tell me what it was for or what was going on but he said after the fact d snyder super yeah. normal super normal su- super regular guy cool dude very, like, Long Island, just kind of a regular dude.
0: Heard him on Stern over the years. He seems like a pretty chill, dad, middle-aged, mellow guy.
1: Yeah. Mary Lou Retton? Yes. Super small. Like, the smallest human being he had ever seen.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's a lock. She's, like, 4'9".
1: <laughs> but, okay, but, but the most obvious thing that was confirmed, Eric Estrada, super randy. That guy. I, oh, that yeah. Guy, oh, he's yeah. Like, Coxman through and through. Ponch oh, yeah. is Just always on. He, Yeah, he
0: was closing a lot of puss back in the day. I feel like, I mean, you know, not to stereotype, he's a Latin guy. I feel like he hasn't lost his taste for the, the ladies. And the, this, this, despite the fact that the bloom is off his rose a bit.
1: He doesn't know that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that about him. That's great. That's good. That's a yeah. good tidbit.
1: He's he's a he's a through and through, and I'm sure that solid gold dancer was feeling some heat. Oh, I sure. know no, I know no inside knowledge from what he actually did, but he just had he was vibing the whole time.
0: I feel I feel like he's got a charisma that he never goes
1: home alone, and he's he's got to be he's got to be you know working for Tuke. I think John was a bit of a coxer back in the day, but I think John is in the pokey yeah, right now. D-
0: d- well, John, I don't know if he's gone to tr- – he may be. He was He was moving – I think
1: he's convicted.
0: Is he convicted? Larry Wilcox?
1: I think Larry Wilcox was uh, would, like, mail fraud or – he was doing some illegal money stuff. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. He was manipulating stocks. I think it might have been a penny stock, Wolf of Wall Street style scam. Um and you know what I wonder I wonder does Larry Wilcox get into that line of work if it's not for having to live in Frank Poncherello's shadow all those years
1: but I imagine I imagine the seconds are still pretty solid when you're working for the 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 fictitious California Highway Patrol I got to think the seconds are pretty fucking money
0: yeah, I feel like you're probably right. You know, there are a
1: lot of chicks on roller skates back in the day. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, you got Gil Gerard guest starring, you know, like <laughs> Grossi's probably got an eight ball. You're going to the disco after the show, after you rap for the week. Like th- yeah. things were happening for those guys back then. And I feel like Ponch is still living in that moment. Larry Wilcox, you know, he's he's at Club Fed apparently. Yeah. Unfortunate.
1: Yeah. He's playing for State Penn.
0: You know, you know who didn't have a good Super Bowl is this guy that got his ear bitten off. Do you hear about this, Ed?
1: I I wonder. I wonder what could have gone on. It must have been. Maybe he had money on Renee Fleming.
0: let, Let me just read the story. Give people some context. Authorities say a Rochester man. Right, you know, upstate New York. I know you're in the state of New York, but that that's basically Appalachia up there. All sorts of crazy shit goes on up there. Oh, uh, authorities say a Rochester man bit off part of his brother's ear after they began fighting during a Super Bowl, Super Bowl party. Uh, police say 27 year old. I don't need to say his name was hosting the party Sunday at his apartment a- apartment. I, I feel like that was off the board um, because no one was betting palatial estate. Or I feel like no one's ear has ever been bitten off inside a mansion of any kind, or even just an any, any unattached domicile.
1: That's right. It's yeah. it's it's uh, multiple uh, family dwellings, or in a boxing ring. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or or just the regular trailer trailer park area. Right. Uh, a, a roommate told police that the brothers had been drinking. Also, not a not a bettable line what? on that one, right? Before they started roughhousing, great word. After the game, and the tussle, another great word. Turned violent. People say the one dude bit off part of his brother's ear and punched him several times in the face, knocking him out. Uh, okay. He, my take here is, I, I mean, isn't biting off the ear enough, dude? Do, do you need to kick his at? I mean, you're you're bleeding from the mouth. He. or your his blood's pouring out of your mouth he's missing an ear he's probably gripping it he's probably not much for fighting there you you've ended the threat if there was one do you really need to sock him in the head three or four times after removing his ear with your teeth
1: no i would say this is an inexcusable act unless yes let's let's who who. The host, the one who got bit, or the guest?
0: Let's go. Let's let's review because that that could be important. It Key. looks like Looks like the host was the biter.
1: Okay. What if? Back to our podcast previewing the Super Bowl. What if the guy, as an appetizer, yes. said, "Okay, I, I've decided to serve uh, some sort of uh, goat cheese." Pizzas right. instead of instead of uh, pigs and blankets. Right, I, I could see in in Rochester. I'm not saying this is normal yes. behavior, but I could see this would be cause for uh, the one word they left out of the story: a Donnie Brook.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he could have spoiled some Super Bowl etiquette. Uh, he might have been that guy that was really pointing out how he knows that they should be dropping into a 2-3 zone or cover two. Like, why aren't they playing cover two right now? Everybody knows that you want to get the linebacker to bite with play action. And, you know, that gets a little annoying. And I feel like not enough guys get their ass kicked at parties for that.
1: Or what if he was talking about his box numbers, like just kept letting everyone know, hey, wait a second, if Peyton... Aiden, if they score, uh, if they kick a field yes. goal, onside kick, and it's like the first quarter, and he's just coming up with these ridiculous that's, scenarios. That's
0: my square. I need a touchdown, a two point conversion, then I need an onside <laughs> kick, and but I don't want them to score a touchdown. They're going to need to kick a field goal there, and then I, I get the halftime
1: dough. And they could, and if I, if they drop kick it, that's still worth two points as well.
0: <laughs> Stranger like, things have just, happened.
1: Listen, I'm a very calm dude, but I, I could bite an ear off if I hear, hear that too much. Right. I don't. So I, I'm i i am am not going to go with the – I'm going to take position B. I think until we, we have proof that it was uh, just uncalled for, I'm going to say the guy bit his brother's ear off for a good reason.
0: I absolutely agree, Ed. I think we need to wait. Much like Snake Hoarder. We need to wait and see, get all the details here. We don't have enough information. This could be a justifiable ear aside. This, this kid, it was the younger brother. Also younger brothers, very douchey. A lot of times big assholes. Uh, right. So there's, this guy could have had a lot of reasons for biting this ear. And I'm going to need the whole story before I pass judgment on this, on this, right. uh, the accused. Uh, all right um continuing on this caught my eye i don't m- know that i you know i don't want this to be the masturbation show like i i feel like we've discussed it quite a bit maybe too much but it's something that is important to every man it's a topic that everyone knows quite a bit about. And BYU, obviously a a religious institution run by the Mormons, is not down with its students practicing self-love. And they've made a video, a war-themed video, to try to encourage their students to not only lay off the masturbation, but they want to take it a step further. And if you see that your roommate or one of your bros is jerking it a little too often, if you witness (laughs) a little too much masturbation, they want you to let the property, proper authorities know they are at war metaphorically with masturbation. And I'll just, I'll just read you some of the quotes, (laughs) From the video, Ed, and we can re- we can react <laughs> the, temp- the temptations of the great war are many. The battles are real, and the strategies are clever. The enemy is cruel, ruthless, and relentless. We must not as underestimate the danger. We must be vigilant. And Valiant. Clearly, this was written by someone who, like me, at age probably 16, accidentally used Pert Plus as a lubricant because <laughs> that, that was very dangerous, and it took me a long time
1: to recover from that. That's why he used the words war and battle.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is a video and it's like, like, well, they put some money into it. It's like war themed video and it's all about making sure that your roommates or people, you know, aren't jacking their dick too much. And if they are, you need to let somebody know about it. Who, who'd even tell? Like, I like. Wait, if I were,
1: if I were. Uh, if this went on at University of Maryland when I went, like I would be asked to leave the school before free of classes. Like right. just just unreal. And the the roommate in the video they keep switching him to as if they're taking on the Nazis in World War Two. Yes. And at one point, there he's just staring at the the guy, the perpetrator, the internet porn user, with binoculars. Like, what what scenario are they conjuring up in the in college? <laughs> I and d- yeah. Look, if I'm not into religion, but if if you needed to get over addiction or sadness sure. or emptiness, sure. fine, sure. But but if you're you're practicing a religion that. Is is really saying that masturbation is, is some sort of battle and and war that you need to get over? Like maybe, maybe you we'll just want to reassess things.
0: I feel like the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Hare Krishnas, Buddhists, any of the other Seventh-day Adventists, Christian scientists, Lutherans, I feel like all of these people should post up because there's going to be a lot of willing converts. Just <laughs> that's true. Set up booths just off campus, put up billboard signs and just be like, "Hey, we don't care how much you jerk it. Come on over. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You you this, could join our church."
1: That's right. They could probably hear the uh, cash register going when they saw this ad for the uh, LDS or Mormons.
0: Uh Okay, yeah. Hoping to combat the social stigma against those who speak up in the face of evil, the video urges BYU students to not leave the wounded on the masturbatory battlefield. Good job, <laughs> Daily Beast. Uh, the video's protagonist, a lonely, confused man whose roommates ignore his own anastic... Hold on a second, Ed. Own anastic... It's not even a word. Oh, here it is. Onanistic. Onanistic. What does it mean? I'm gonna tell you right now. Onanism. Masturbation.
1: Oh, I might have to to re re uh, re incorporate that word into my repertoire. Also, I'm I'm going to onanist my bitch.
0: Coitus interruptus, withdrawal of the penis in sexual intercourse so that ejaculation takes place outside the vagina. Or, as I like to call it, birth control.
1: Come on the tits. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You learn a new one every day. Okay, back to the story onanistic impulses until he becomes addicted to pornography and quits attending church is shown injured on a World War One style battlefield. His friends, after hesitating for beer for fear of being a tattletale, rescue him in the midst of heavy crossfire. Wow. I don't I don't think I'd run into that battlefield, Ed. I don't I don't want to get caught, you know, it's like it's one thing if it's bullets flying. Yeah, I'll go get a boy.
1: Do you, do you really think that there's anyone Torn up. I mean, somebody who's really no. torn up, no. really torn up no. about masturbation. No, and they—they they are a—they're uh, worried about being a tattletale.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that person exists. Or maybe they're going to find him. So, anyways, BYU, give the kids a break. I mean, you're—you're you're not letting them have sex with anybody. That's—that's that's forbidden. Oof. you know, you got—you got you to get it out. You can't have that stuff inside your body, Ed. You have too much of that stuff. It makes you make crazy decisions. You need to release yourself of any excess fluids most days if you can. Not, not every day, maybe every other day. You know, clear, clear that stuff out of you. You'll live a healthier, more pure existence. Take it from me.
1: If you operate on a full tank, you're going to have a bad day.
0: I agreed. Absolutely agree with you. I, you... Wolf of Wall Street. You worked on Wall Street. Ed. Did anybody give you that advice, like Matt McConaughey gives uh, gives Leo in that movie? No,
1: but uh, I think that was just a lesson for maybe any of the LDS viewers of that movie. Yeah, I think yes. that was I, nobody should be operating on a full tank. No. It's it's unrealistic to be operating at like less than ten percent because you know sometimes it's just just not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. really, fifty percent's got to be the max.
0: Right. You need, you need to get that stuff out of you. You need to get it out of you as much as you can. Um, and you know, preferably not in front of your roommates. Like I don't feel I've never encountered another human being masturbating, not that, not on the internet. And, uh, I don't understand how that would ever happen, but apparently at BYU, they're very concerned that that's going to happen a lot and they want, they want you to let, Let someone know. Tell a friend if you accidentally see your... Actually, they want you to look
1: like with binos. I think you need a clear browser history if you're going to BYU now.
0: Yeah, well, that's for sure. Yeah, incognito window for sure.
1: Um, And one thing that happened at the end of the video, there was some sort of montage to show that the guy made the right decision and ratted out his uh, roommate for working his bird and, like... I, I, I would love if they didn't put that in montage form, if they played that out like a guy went to a campus administrator's office and reported right. that. That would be a great yeah. conversation. And then they showed the guy getting called into the campus administrator's office. And then after, they're at some party where they're all drinking apple juice by a pool table, and the guy gives his roommate a nod like, hey, thanks. Thanks for uh, – for cutting off right. me, emptying the snorkel, buddy. I appreciate yeah. it.
0: Thanks for doing me a solid, bro. Now everybody knows <laughs> I like to jerk it. Now, now everybody knows I'm into <laughs> milf porn. <laughs> like nobody knew I I was a fan of the Blacks on Blonde series, and now it's like <laughs> right. common knowledge around the dorm.
1: Right. Hey, maybe he was into casting couch. I'm just saying. There's, right. Right. If those if, are, if, those are if, a little creepy ca- for me, <laughs> those, those get way creepy. Very.
0: <laughs> um i'm in i'm into um sensual porn
1: F- you know what i'm into i'm into uh, what you like gets you like okay tell me i i go with whatever has the highest rating of the day i don't i don't go occasionally i go categories but for the most part
0: oh you just go first I want, video
1: i go they usually present you with four to eight and right. i just top look rated. at who, what gets the top thumbs up which Also makes me wonder I'm following the thumbs up of people that rate porn videos. Right, right. Very, very. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're like, I can, those who's worse. The guy that leaves a rating for a porn video or the guy that leaves a rating for anything
1: purchased on (laughs) amazon.com. Except for, well, I I did appreciate uh, the one guy who left left me a zero star review on my book on Amazon. It was the best. <laughs>
0: I like that, <laughs> that guy. The, that was me. He,
1: he took the time to say that it was like it ruined his children's minds or something like that. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was buying an innocent book about cereal and then and then it was awful and vulgar. Uh, it he, really it, it made my year.
0: He really wanted to read about cereal. Like what? Your book wasn't about about cereal enough no. for him.
1: Awesome. Hero,
0: hero. All right, BYU, let people masturbate. It's this is this is just scary and it will not stand. And BYU students like have a jerk, like go at it, go on U porn or RedTube, my personal favorite Uges. Any of those will work. Find some nice videos of some wholesome sexual intercourse and really have at yourself. I mean, it's all you can do at that age anyway, so Get after it. Okay, Ed, it's time. Oh, yeah. Everybody's favorite segment on the show. The Bachelor Report with Bachelor Correspondent, Baller Lifestyle's own official Bachelor Correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy Sauce?
2: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. We're excited about The Bachelor. Ed, you watched The Bachelor. First time ever.
1: And I was... uh... I was a sucker to the delightfulness of Fancy Sauce in her report. And I made a commitment that I was regretting definitely in the first two or three minutes. <laughs>
0: what Now, What what happened – what was it about The Bachelor that was apparent to you right away that you were not expecting, that Fancy Sauce did not warn you about?
1: <laughs> well, the first thing – <laughs> I watched for a little while, and then I realized that they uh-huh. were just focusing a lot on one girl, and yeah. something was wrong. And I looked at the DVR, because my wife tapes it, but she's out mm-hmm. of town, so uh, I was just watching by myself. And right. it's a two-hour show. Yeah, it's two hours long. <laughs> yeah. Two hours. Two hours. This is, this is a movie each week about I, just the the most deplorable people on Earth. And
2: it, that's that's also.
1: True. I had put my kids to bed, and mom was out of town, <laughs> and my son, I guess, was having some sort of nightmare, and he came out, and I had to talk him down, and then he asked me, "Why are you watching mommy's show?" <laughs> 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 so
2: you know it, that will be ingrained yeah, in his memory forever. Listen,
1: I don't expect <laughs> to be his flawless hero forever, but I thought I would make it to at least like seven or eight, and there was a six-year-old boy. <laughs> In my apartment right now, he
2: knows that his daddy yeah. watches The Bachelor. Is
0: ha, have
1: you that? gotten that having, kid who's having hollow dreams right now?
2: Have
0: Have you gotten that kid an application to BYU yet? <laughs> because he he sounds like he needs to keep his information to himself. Think,
1: we're thinking about <laughs> taking him down to City Hall and changing his name to Damage Goods Daily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, I'm I'm glad you watched Ed and. Fancy.
2: I'm sorry that you had to watch it, Ed, but I'm glad you watched it so we can all talk about it together. Not
0: as sorry as I am that I had to watch (laughs) it, but I did, although I fell asleep and had to catch back up today before the show. I do what I do for our fans who love the Bachelor segment. Fancy, what happened on The Bachelor this week?
2: So this week, um, first of all, Juan Pablo's catchphrase, ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay. Ay, ay. Mm-hmm. I mean Oh what am I gonna do with, a, What am I gonna he's do He's a with real What am I gonna do With this yeah, girl Yeah Yeah He's such a dumb dumb he, um, This week Okay more kissing Despite Juan Pablo's No kissing Because my daughter Is watching rule
0: He makes out With all of them And he makes who, out who, with
2: This week he makes out With Claire Repeatedly
0: His kid is six Why is a six year old Watching The Bachelor I, Unless I they like live
2: At thinks, Ed's house In Hoboken I feel like he thinks Kids watch <laughs> The Bachelor And he
1: doesn't right. He doesn't call them Kissing a little besitos, besitos. Oh, yeah, besitos! <laughs>
2: Besito. yeah.
1: um,
2: this week it's Claire, Claire Nikki. Pants. We we all do. Claire, Ki- Nikki, Charlene, and Andy. He makes out with all of them, but he has a no kissing rule. um Okay, so this week two one-on-one dates and the predictable group date happened. The first group date was with Renee, the mom. Poor Renee. She still hasn't got, gotten a kiss, and it's all she talks about yeah. all episode he, long.
0: He's making out with all of them, and he won't even kiss Renee. I'm sure she's going go to go to the next level.
2: They have zero chemistry, yeah. really. It's, she's a nice She's a nice person. She actually seems pretty genuine. She doesn't know
0: how to do her mascara, which is an issue for me. I would have cut her week one for that fact, but to each his own.
1: <laughs> I I feel like she's holding on to I feel like she's holding on to land man. She looks like she could be two or three bills in no time. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah like if, if, as soon as the show ends, she could be into some shame, eclair. Evil. Yeah,
1: I right. just feel like she is teetering. Not that she's, she's in bad shape, but I just think she's emotionally teetering on the edge of just going full on Kirstie Alley.
2: I agree. I agree. Second date was with Nikki not my favorite i really don't mm-hmm. like
1: her she mm-hmm. reminded me of maybe the oldest daughter in just the 10 of us she was just just right un, no. unremarkable ed ed
0: yeah. no, unremarkable. nobody has fucking any recall of any of the anyone on just the 10 of us i didn't even yeah. watch
1: that show i just remember from like commercial breaks <laughs> Oh my god.
2: <laughs> um and it was another one of those dumb dates where he makes a girl do something that she's really scared yeah. of. So yeah, this he, would be my definition he, of, besides the bungee jump, possibly of the worst thing I could ever think of doing on a date. Yeah. Rappelling into that cave. One
1: girl he, yeah, he's it, taking it, dress shopping, the other one he's having her rappel into the Sarlacc pit from Star Wars.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if if you're if you're taking
0: a chick <laughs> on a date, you should be the only one getting into a cave. Yeah. <laughs> Right, what Ugh,
2: do
1: you mean? it was uh, terrible uh.
0: they went spelunking
2: <laughs> right he made he made Renee uh, like a traditional Vietnamese style mm-hmm. dress,
1: oh, just and he I stared at the woman measuring her breast for like twenty minutes
2: right.
1: well
0: he I think he was confused,
1: right
2: <laughs> um anyway, back to nikki so they 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 do this kind of bonding, repelling session. And she gets to the bottom. He's all sweaty and gross. Um, and then and they make out. She says, it feels like heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, they're talking about her, her work. He attempts to say pediatric, but he can't. He yeah, can't. <laughs> that's
0: way too, way too many syllables for one yeah. Pedi- I, I, I.
2: <laughs> and then she's speaking about herself when she's describing herself as, I think I'm super compassionate and I have a really big heart. Uh, he talks like that.
0: He gives her, he gives her a
2: rose though, and he says, "I like Nikki. I like Nikki.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's a real idiot, but he calls her a potential wife. Well,
0: she's got that tattoo, so there's there's a good chance she makes it to a fantasy suite because yeah. that tattoo I agree. equals I
1: agree. sex for sure. And her um, command of the English language is subpar at best. She said would, wouldn't wouldn't have came about six.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I picked that up too. Did yeah. I not? Yeah, yeah. being bad. Nikki and Renee both said afterwards that they felt like they were on a date with their boyfriend.
0: Right. There there's an eight other chicks' boyfriends.
2: Um quote of the night, quote of the night was from Charlene. I want to be seen as a panda in a room full of brown bears.
0: Wow. I feel huh? I I feel like <laughs> what that, the fuck? that's there's there's a lot of things going on there. Uh, I feel like she's making a reference that makes me very uncomfortable. Brown bears. I don't know what that is. Also, nobody wants to be seen she wants as to a stand panda. stand out, and yeah. that's
2: what she came out. with. But
0: like. a, a panda's an animal. Who wants to fuck a panda? Nobody. Also, panda fat.
2: Yeah. Like, right. You wanna, she wants you to, you to want be pick a, a And they're Asian. She wants yeah. to
1: be super lazy and eat bamboo all day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: never have sex.
0: <laughs> she picked the one animal that's impossible to get to
1: mate. Right, And don't they always die, too? Like, the National dude has been trying to mate those things forever, and they just keep dying. Yes.
2: He was so confused by that. Super confused. That all he could say, he looked at her, and he said, you're cute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and not-
2: she re- which she replied, is that a good thing? <laughs> I mean, it's, it couldn't be more awkward. There's
0: a lot of really, really dumb people on this she, show.
2: She is particularly weird. Yeah, she's a weirdo. She's a weirdo. And not
0: cute, although... This is my main complaint. Very little bikini time for these broads. Like, I feel like she might have a fit body. I feel like she might have a couple of big things. But they're not really showing us what's happening. And that makes it hard for me to make a decision on my favorites. Right. That's how how I judge.
2: You would like them to be lined up. They should start in a
0: bikini contest. Obvious. Like all right. get the, me on the production team.
2: The big arc in this episode though, what everyone's talking about, is Claire showing up to Wampab's room at four AM to ask him to go for a quote unquote swim in the ocean. <laughs> we all know what that means. Um, you know, they show a lot of attempted making out whilst trying not to drown, and there were pretty decent sized waves knocking them around. Yeah, it was pretty it, rough. It, it didn't look very sexy and or fun to me. Also as like And do you really think that they could have really had sex? In well, the ocean that's that, that's with n- those waves. no.
1: That's definitely not. Also, I'm not I would say 100% chance they fucked. Really?
2: You think they did? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're
1: probably right. 100%. It, it's it's dark. There's there's no chance they didn't. And then and then the way he handled it afterwards was just – he's a real peach.
0: Something, something awkward happened for sure, but I'll, I'll say this. If I'm like trying to impress a chick and let her know that what I got going on, I'm definitely not taking her into any cold water. <laughs> like that's – I want to represent my full potential ed i want to get oh it's warm. she said it felt like bath water. well they, but it they also warm. went in a pool that was freezing cold they said i want to i want to get a little blood flow down there like i don't want to be fully at attention but i'd like to chub up just enough to let her know that hey he's right. got something happening down there
2: half mass
0: yeah get it get it a, get a going half mass
2: right um so yeah so the big question was did they or didn't they Get sexual.
0: I don't, I I could kind of see it both ways. Yes. I, I feel like most people are, are in Ed's camp that they sexed. Um, Fancy doesn't think so. I feel like maybe something like maybe there was a BJ. Maybe there was some really, really heavy petting. Maybe they got close. But I'm not sure that they actually banged.
2: I
1: was cheering for sharks in that scene. <laughs> she did, yeah, make... even after the scene, she she claimed to have wobbly legs. Oh, did she?
2: Oh. Yes. Did she?
1: She said she had. I wrote it down. She said she had quote wobbly legs after the experience. And then
2: she makes that somewhat telling toast at the Rosemary Maroni cocktail party about finding love, being loved, and making love.
0: She, yeah, she's yeah, right. crazy, obviously, although... She,
2: she called the swim pure bliss as well. She, like, no one refers to a swim in the ocean as pure bliss. Maybe I'm swinging around.
0: Right. She's she's overplayed her hand. She's pretty hot, but she makes the classic dumb girl mistake of giving up right. the butt too soon. You have to... Yeah, you got you yeah, have to... He's, he's okay. got nothing now. He's you have got to a, hold out. Right. Especially, he's Latin. I'm he still need, holding out. Yes. Oh, in your relationship? (laughs) He's Latin. He needs to fuck a lot. That's his thing. That's, you know, stereotypical deal. He's now he's he's moved his sights. He's like Eric Estrada. He's moved on to the next... conquest and he's going to be off Claire mark my words he already he already got what he needed out of her
2: well he's pushed her to really now to act really insecure and crazy with that sort of like when he takes her aside at the rose ceremony cocktail party and starts making her feel bad I mean he was a he was a willing participant right
0: Right. she's nuts so then it
2: wouldn't take much to make her cry and And it didn't (laughs) didn't.
0: take us to the rose
1: ceremony fans
2: okay um yeah go ahead what one
1: one question. Uh, I'm pretty sure when he was in the hot tub with that girl, one of the girls referenced did he get to second base with her? That's true. Wait, who who talked no who talks like that outside of six I grade? don't even know the bases. What? I don't I feel like I've never
0: even been to third base. base? I don't know the bases. I ne
1: yeah. Um, I never I never when when bases were in play, I wasn't I wasn't getting to first no, base. No, yeah. <laughs> but... Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I I've had I've had uh, I've fathered two kids and I'm not sure I've gotten I've hit a double yet. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: Renee at the <laughs> cocktail party rose ceremony she finally gets her kiss. Right. Zero chemistry. They even high-fived afterwards.
0: A little odd. Yeah. They're they're going to be I think they both live in Florida
1: so they'll, they'll no be bros. There's no chemistry there.
2: Her... She's she's not going the distance. No, definitely not. Um so it was a tense
1: Re- Renee's the mom who talked about her kids all yes. the time.
2: exactly. Ben. Yeah. It, it was a very tense rose ceremony. Three girls out of 11 uh, got the axe tonight. Um, Andy was left standing with Allie, my personal favorite. Right. i devastated he, about he, this. He
0: had one rose left, and on, on the board were Andy, Allie, Kelly, and Danielle. Kelly and Danielle, you don't even know who they are because they never show them.
2: Um, I, I'm really upset. Obviously, Allie, Kelly, and Danielle went home. Andy yeah. stayed. I'm really upset. Allie was my favorite, was and I feel like favorite. she was his perfect match, and he's missed out on his one chance at finding true love.
0: Not not crazy enough, not intense enough. She she needed to play it up a little bit more for the cameras, make herself a character. That was the problem for all three of the girls that went home.
2: And Juan Pablo also well, cried during the rose ceremony. That's
1: true. The gir- The girl, Danielle, never, I, I haven't watched the show before this, but did she ever move her facial expression no. throughout the, has, the entire no, show? No, she she's
2: completely monotone and she has no facial expressions. Yeah. She twitched her mouth a little bit once.
0: Ve-
1: ve- very and boring. I, I think you're 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 leaving out one uh observation. What? The girl, the girl named Andy yeah. was the the cuntiest one of the entire For show. Sure. That's For true. sure. She just sat there and Sulk the entire she's, time. she's got a scowl. Whoa. She's an attorney.
2: She's a, yeah, she scowls. She sulks a lot. She's really whiny. She whines all the time.
0: I don't. I don't uh, ever so- see her getting to Claire territory. She's not getting up to the kind of business that Claire gets up to on the first date.
1: And uh, one other, I'm trying to think. There were a couple. The NBA dancer. Cassandra. I didn't. See, they didn't feature her in this episode. No. But. She, she looked like the type. She seemed like the type who had to take off her shoes if she has to count past ten. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Not a lot uh, of personality oh, the girl, either. The dog lover girl yeah, with the lazy she has eye. an enormous, an enormous top of her yes. head. Yes. that looked like her head looked like the great Gazoo from from Flintstones. Right. Like that giant bulbous head. I thought that was odd. Yes. And one, one last thing. The, the announcer or the host, the worst.
2: Chris Harrison,
1: that's that's some kind of gig. Yeah. He, he showed up for, for one yeah. line to just go, ladies, this is your final rose, and if you don't get picked, you're out. And then he just walks well, away. He, can't, that's
2: he it. cancels Juan Pablo in, in, in times where he needs to be canceled.
1: Oh, so he does make some screen appearances? Yeah, he appearances? sits with
2: him and, and says, wow, this was a tough, this was a tough week, huh? Yeah. What are you uh, what are you gonna do?
0: Best over under he's I'm sure he makes more than he's been hosting that show the whole time.
1: He makes more than a million bucks. And to since do
2: that. the show's been on, his marriage has fallen apart. Yeah. He got a divorce.
1: Yeah. Oh good for him. Him for that <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And one last thing, I liked when they went on the group date uh-huh. and he said, We are going to do traditional Vietnamese things, and I was thinking he was gonna make them all eat dogs. <laughs> <Yeah. Or, laughs>
2: yeah. plowsom- dress like hookers. Dress
1: like hookers and go. So we go boom boom G.I.? The
2: uh
1: they were they were <laughs> how GIs? good
2: would, how good would have that been though. Too boo coo,
0: too boo coo. <laughs> they uh I did like that Everything you want. The, I did like how that they were at a farm and Cassandra, the NBA dancer, was like, This place is cool, we should get some of these in America.
2: Thinks that they don't have farms here. <laughs> She's the best.
1: And they're all fawning over him like he's uh I roller. If you go to Vietnam and it's paid for by ABC and Network, right. like you, you can just these people are working for three dollars a year. They're like, I can't believe he had a connection with a local family. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, like these people, like the ABC executives, didn't roll up with a fucking machete and they like, listen, we're gonna <laughs> is- farm on fire unless you feed them dinner.
2: This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna feed these people, <laughs> right?
1: Get out in the far.
2: Get out in the fields. You
1: know <laughs> <laughs> we are going to double your annual uh, economic output, and they just slip them a finski yeah. and be like, "All right, no question."
2: <laughs> now cook up some water buffalo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's a double saw buck. Now make it rain. All right,
0: Ed. Well, you you got to tune in next week because we get, we need to see. I feel like we're going to get some definitive answers at some point on the, or at least a broader picture of the Claire Wanpobs interlude that may or may not have included
2: intercourse on next week's uh flash forward there is more of Claire and Juan Pablo talking about it ad nauseum so we might get some more clues can't wait okay thanks for watching Ed
0: yeah th- thanks for joining us fancy sauce you're
2: welcome Ed
0: so stoked you watch The Bachelor anything to add
1: uh, fancy sauce is a delight. I'll I'll leave it at that. I I can't I can't say that show was delightful, but she, she does put a nice spin on oh, it.
2: Thank you, you're too kind.
1: I appreciate
0: that. Let's 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 go easy on the bonding with fancy sauce, right? <laughs> let's and the and the compliment. And, hey Ed, and compliment, talk to you next week. And the compliments and just you know you know. All right, Bye. all right,
1: my love. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I, see,
0: I
1: see what's going on here.
2: Ciao. Aye, ay, aye. All right. For f-
1: aye, aye, aye. What am I gonna do with you fancy sauce? For
0: fancy sauce, for easy ed daily, thank you very much for joining us. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com We'll see you next week.